This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City!
Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? Welcome along. Uh, It's Leicester Till I Die TV and... I've got to say before we go any further to, to Steve, who, who's with us tonight, that I, I love his hatred of Spurs. I love his hatred of Arsenal. But his prediction of Tottenham Hotspur nil, Leicester City 4, even by my standards, was pushing it. I love you, Steve. I love you. This is Leicester Till I Die TV, and this is the prediction show. <laughs> Say hi to uh, Libby Brook. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Not seen you before, so welcome along and thanks for joining us. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to press those magic buttons. You know I like my buttons to be pressed. Subscribe, as it says there, notifications and well, yeah, whichever way it is round, <laughs> and the bell for notifications and the like button as well. Um And if you're listening on uh, your favourite podcast platform, thank you very much. The podcasts go from strength to strength. We really do appreciate this. I'm going to have to ask you, because I tell you what, whatever whatever, um, Steve was on last week, I definitely want some. (laughs) First of all, Steve, good evening. How the devil are you? Good evening, mate. You're right. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> four, four nil. Come on, mate. What were you drinking? Was it lighter fluid? <laughs> the lads let me down badly. I thought, you know, I thought this was a time to uh, avenge it for me, but it didn't happen. I love you. I love your optimism, though. And the reason that I actually never bring up the. Um, as we have the Xbox Prediction League on the website, www.lestertillidie.com, um, is because I'm bottom. I'm not doing so well on that one. Um, I have got 16 points. Steve, you are fourth above me and Ian Marshall. You've got 19 points. But in all honesty, I think uh, Tags, Jerry Tag has got it. He's on 30 points. I don't think he can be caught. Thirty four nil predictions, I'll tell you, you know. Oh God. Brad, hello, sir. How the devil are you? Four nil. I mean, come on. I love his optimism. Yeah, I mean, I wish I I wish I I wish my bank account was as happy as Steve's optimism when it comes to Spurs losing games. I'd be a rich man. I think we all would, but uh <laughs> I, I mean maybe maybe using yet using this in my tactic board paying off because writing down these predictions and, and thinking about them I'm making a, I'm making my own little oh you put your thought into it now are you this is why this is why you've, you you're catching me up is it yeah see I wasn't lying at the start of the season when I said it was all about mind games here I'm, on, I'm, a, I'm a tactical political genius I've just left it late to, to make this combine <laughs> say say that when you're sober uh, as you will see from last <laughs> week uh, I, I admit I didn't have such a good week. Um, I think I'm, I think Kate's even beat me on uh, on Dan's uh, predictions. But Brad, you got four, 
I got three, Steve got four. So, um, well done for you two. <laughs> but, uh, there we no. go. You, you, I'm letting you get closer. I'm doing what you're doing, Brad. I'm lulling you into a false sense of uh, security. I see. I see. I should have seen and, that coming. And Steve, you, maybe you're going to have to predict Arsenal or Tottenham one week because I think that's what's letting you down. I'm going to be more professional tonight, so um, we'll see what happens. Tonight. Right, we'll hold you to that. <laughs> So uh, we're going to say hi also to Nippon. How the devil are you, Nippon? Welcome along. Check out NS Sports TV. And Scott, I hope you're well, buddy. How can you do this at the time of Villarreal versus Liverpool being such a uh, contest tonight? I don't watch Villarreal and I don't watch Liverpool, mate. That's why. And Steve and Brad are watching it, so I'm sure they'll keep me updated. Um, yeah. Hi, Steve and Brad. Hope you're both well, says Scott. Um Andrew, commiserations to Forrest. You meant what was the final score, Brad, on that one? It, it was it was one nil, and Forrest missed the sitter right at the end in like ninety eight minutes. So Bournemouth are back in the Premiership next season. Seven they years are. out, yeah, seven years out. But that has confirmed their return to the Premier League because Forrest cannot catch them on seventy nine points. Bournemouth have eighty five. So seven years out. Did you say? What was that? Did you say seven years out? Seven years out yesterday, they said it was seven years. Um, seven years yesterday, they, they won the championship to get promoted, so it's been a while. Oh, I thought it was going to say because it's only, it's only one season at the Premier League. Oh, wow, that's what they said here. They said it was seven, yeah, seven, they, they, seven they, were, they, were, they were down. Well, I can, I can see a Premier League game again next season. Nice one. Uh, and Nippon says he'd love an East Midlands derby in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, I've missed them, to be honest with you, but after the way we performed in that one we watched on the telly, Steve, I don't think I want them to rush back. No. <laughs> Not at all. What? Now, I'm going to have to show you this, because this is a little bit disappointing, but this is the Premier League form table. Now, this is on the last four games only, which I think is, is more of a... A, a sort of form guide than the last 10 because they could have been playing brilliantly 10 games ago. But Brentford a third and Burnley a fourth. I mean, what is going on there? <laughs> um, and Everton are in, are in ninth. And unfortunately, when you look at this, Steve, oh Leicester oh in eight, yes, Leicester in 18th, not looking so good, is it? No. Methinks, methinks all eggs are going into one basket. They are. Oh. You can tell the, the team put out against Tottenham, you know, he's thinking about that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's wrong myself. I think you should carry on playing your strongest team, but you know, I'm, I'm not a premiership manager. No, but then do you not think that you know, I mean, he said that was it Kieran Jewsby Hall and Madison have both got injuries or, or you know, little little tweaks, which is because they've been played every single game where the defence and the strikers have been, you know, alternated. I can't understand the thing about the big football getting injured. They've got the best facilities they've ever had. They've got the best um, performers, they've got the best scientific uh, whatever. And if you watch the games, like, you know, they don't run for 90 minutes. It's not 90 minutes 
of solid running like you, know, you would in a marathon or something like that. So yeah, I can understand, plus the time they get to rest, is you know, you, you can get an injury any time, but I don't get, I don't think through playing to too many games. Well, you're just breaking up slightly, Steve, uh, with your sound, but um, let's see how we go. Steve, as always, showing his sympathetic side there. <laughs> but it is, and let's not forget, we have got this to look forward to on Thursday. And we've got a watch along as well, live from 7.30 on this channel with myself and Josh, um, because we've, we both decided neither of us can watch it on our own. We need to have somebody to sort of bite our fingernails with. But before then, uh, and uh, well, after then, to be honest with you, but tonight we've got 16 matches to get through. So let's have a look. Um, the first game here. Sorry, I was just reading um, what Renny was saying. Brentford against Southampton. Um, Steve, I'll come to you first. Brentford there, um, slowly moving up the table to safety. Uh, Southampton, on the other hand, are moving down the table, away from safety. <laughs> and the way it was earlier in the season, though, Southampton, who started well, beat Brentford 4-0. Yeah. It's... It's, it's the thing that evens itself through the season. You know, our teams have the have good runs and like you say, Southampton already had theirs. They're having a bit of a bad one now, and I think they're putting the, under too much pressure to, um, you know, to, to a sequence of events. I think they should just go out and relax. There's not much to play for, to be honest. So it's yeah. just getting and um, getting back to the football. Yeah, I mean, Southampton, they're so up and down at the moment. I mean, they lost to Palace, they drew with Brighton, uh, they lost to Burnley, they beat Arsenal. Brad, oh, sorry, I mean, what, what's, what's, I don't know what's going on with them, but which way do you see it going, Steve? Going uh, Brentford's way, I think. I think um, Southampton are just going through the thing that Leicester went through. They've lost their identity a bit, and I think they need to get back to what they were doing mm. in the beginning of the season, but Sometimes that, that's a bit tricky. The momentum is with Brentford, so I'm going to go for Brentford on this one. Brentford. And Rene agrees with you. Uh, he says 4-1 to Brentford. Brad, I mean, they did what we couldn't do against Tottenham. They they held them to a goal of straw and didn't let a goal in. Uh, they beat Watford. They beat West Ham. Uh, they beat Chelsea. But they lost to us. Um, what a season. And... You know, Southampton are possibly about to lose their recruitment officer. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Although some people have put up his tenure at other clubs, and I think the max he's done is 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 two two years or just shy of, just shy of three years. He's had some seven month stints here. So whether that's good or not, we'll soon find out. I mean, if mm. you look at the clubs he's been at, and then you look at the players they've brought in since and how well they've done, then you suggest. That maybe he's he's um, he's pretty good at what he can do, uh, and that's why he keeps getting pinched by other clubs, I guess. 
But uh, in terms of in terms of the game, to you know, I think Brentford had a game that you you talk about every so often, and we used the phrase for Sunday's game, didn't we, Chris? It was more of a free hit for them. They've done yeah. really well, Brentford, in the last four or five games. They completely picked up their season because for a little bit. They were a little bit looking over the shoulders, weren't they? And we were, we were all starting to think, oh, maybe Brentford are going to drop and, yeah. and, and end up in a relegation scrap after a, after a pretty decent start. But ever since the arrival and the inclusion of Ericsson, they've really upped the tempo. They've got themselves back off. They probably saw that Manchester United game as a free hit. I don't know what their squad was. I don't know if maybe they rested players. Uh, maybe they did the same. I don't know. But the performance seemed to be that they don't do it that well away from home in our home forms where they're banking all their points, well, not banking all their points on, but they're banking on getting a result from there. And to honest you, Southampton, I watched their game, uh, you know, definitely with no added interest against Brighton. There was no bias in me watching that game at all, <laughs> you know, people's uh, beliefs. But they had, they had that free kick to James Rappelstead. They did nothing for that game. And they, you know, Brighton have themselves to blame in the way to let Southampton back into it otherwise they would have yeah. really lost that game I'm going to have to speed you up sorry Brad I'm going to have to speed you I've got 16 games to get through sorry mate yeah, um, so I literally just as you said that I was literally just about to say for that reason I'm going for a Brentford win you are going for a Brentford win as well right yeah. Probably well, shouldn't with Steve's record, but there we go. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I could look at this and say I need I need the points to break away again and just go something different. But I've got to say I agree with you both. Brentford up there in eighth on the form table at the moment. Southampton in thirteenth. Uh, is that Brentford? I've I've got to agree with you two guys. I've got to go a full house there and say uh, Brentford will win this. And I think Southampton. Um, <laughs> I'm probably glad they had that good start at the beginning of the season, otherwise they'd be in trouble now. Anthony, how the devil are you, sir? Glad you had uh, you had good points this week, Stephen. Yeah, I wonder who did them for you. Mm, Anthony. <laughs> and Arsenal. And don't get honestly, Steve, he wanted to go Arsenal for the Arsenal game for you, and we would not let him. We would not let him. But Anthony, you get a break free window, it's definitely not from Steve. <laughs> Okay, so we're on to the Battle of the Clarets here. Uh, Burnley, who are starting to turn their season round against Villa, who are the proverbial up and down, to be honest with you, at the moment. Um, and if we have a look at this, Aston Villa in I mean, <laughs> Aston Villa in 13th, Burnley are in 14th. Um, Burnley won this 3-2 earlier in, or back in January. Um I'm not going to say Burnley are safe because I thought Leeds were and they've been dragged back in it, but it's looking good for Burnley, Steve. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I was a great uh, Deutsch uh, fan and I did mm. say, uh, I think previously before, that I hope they uh, go down now because of the way they treated him, but fair play to them. They've absolutely got it together. They were on a fantastic run. Things have changed. They look sprightly. The whole club looks like it's you know, um, fighting for each other. So, fair play to them. They, you know, they made the, the right decision at the time and I thought it would back on them, but they just showed me and I think the rest of the, the country, are, you know, the right thing football are and the good decisions are made. So, saying that, the momentum's with them. I've watched the Villa. The Villa are very up and down, up and down, win one, lose one. So, 
they have got nothing to play for, so I'm going to go for Burnley. You're going to go for Burnley, right. Um, Brad, they said on the radio, Alan Pace, the Burnley owner, he's either the luckiest man alive or he's a tactical genius. <laughs> Whatever happens, I mean, we were all shocked at Dyche. I think we were shocked more at the timing of when it happened because we all thought that he was the one to to take them out of it. But, you know, looking at it, <laughs> the new guys come in and he he's performing miracles. There's no other word to say it. Yeah, I, I think saying that he's lucky is a bit disrespectful towards him because he, he probably really backed Dice to do it. And the more you look at the way Burnley, not just their results, but the way they're playing their football under this under-23 coach, and let's remember, the under-23s are now training the way uh, the, the first team do and, and, and they're lining up the way the first team do to prepare them to moving up if, they, if they're deemed good enough. And I think, you, you know, maybe no smoke without fire. I hate to say it because I do like Dice as a manager. You know, I, I love this gun-ho approach of Brexit football. But, you know, may, maybe no smoke without fire, the rumours the players saying anything. But in terms of the game, I've got to go Burnley. Because like you said, Chris, they've just got to keep winning. They've got to keep this a moment. Because why there's charitable sides like Manchester United and Chelsea helping out Frank Lampard FC, you know, they're well, not quite out of that trouble zone. You know, any other season, they'll probably find themselves seven or eight points clear of, of the team in the bottom. And, and they'd, they'd probably take the foot off the gas for a game like this. But they've just got to keep that momentum. They do. So I'm just um, going for as well. Um, they have got to keep that momentum. Whether they can keep it up or not, obviously, is the question. And I'm looking at the form here. I mean, I say Burnley are up in fourth, and their win percentage at home is is uh, over double what it is away. So I think the fact that it's at Turf Moor is 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 good. Villa are down in fourth. Uh, sorry, in seventeenth. Sorry, four losses out of the last six. I mean, it's not good for Villa. Um, and when you look at Villa's away percentage, it's you know, 38, 35, so there's not much difference there. I'm tempted to go with Burnley. I'm not going to lie. Um, Liverpool scored. Have they? All right. Yeah, I'm tempted to go with Burnley, but just, just something... I'm going to go for a draw on this one. I'm going to disagree with you guys. I'm going to go for a draw, because I think Burnley's... Look has got to run out, and Aston Villa probably are safe, but they're looking over the shoulders a little bit. But I think this is going to be a draw. Uh, I'm not finding myself in, in strange territory here because I'm agreeing with Anthony, who's gone 1 1. Rene has gone 2 1 to Burnley. Um, so we will see how that uh, comes out. So the third game here, Steve Chelsea against Wolves. Um, how do you see this one going? I mean, Chelsea—they they, they could be. They, I mean, they're third at the moment. Wolves are eighth. They could be in the position of losing out of third. I don't know if it's um, what's happened off the, off the pitch, but I don't think um, they've got the momentum now, and I don't think they've got togetherness they used to have. I think everybody's thinking um, the, the ship at the moment sinking. I think they're all starting to think of themselves. And um, I think it, it's, it's affecting the way they play. 
Uh, Wolves are on a good run, but there again now they're having a sticky patch at the moment. So it's going to be hard to call this one. So I'm going to go for a draw on this one. You are going for a draw. Right. Brad, I mean, Chelsea, only three points ahead of Arsenal. You know, I the other day I, I sort of thought that Arsenal had thrown away fourth, but Arsenal could have that. No, no way. You know, they could actually take third from Chelsea. And Wolves, uh, they're on a bad run of form at the moment, lost three in a row. Um, can they can they help Arsenal out at all here? I mean, they can, but they probably won't. But then will Chelsea do enough to score a couple of goals and, and, and win the game? I, I don't know. I feel like two managers here are probably, and it might sound incredibly bizarre considering where they are as a club, but really going off the boil in the last eight, nine weeks. Chelsea and Wolves have both been disastrous in terms of not picking up points when they really should have. I think both managers might be eyeing up potentially not coming on as underachieved for this season and, and losing the job. I see I see a poor draw here, mate. I don't see any team scoring. They're both awful. I'm, I'm finding myself agreeing with Steve. I'm going for a draw. Well, and it, it could very well be, of course. It could very well be. I just think... With Chelsea's run of form, uh, like you said, I mean, I mean they lost to Everton. Um, Everton are pulling some some results out, you know, but that was at Everton. Apparently, it was uh, rocking away. Um, Elton Wellsby said to me that you know the, the stadium literally was rocking. Um, Man United held them to a, to the draw. They only just beat West Ham. They lost to Arsenal, although they did obviously tank Southampton. I'm going for two short coming back with this one. I think he'll, I think he'll get it right. And um, he, 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 the question is, if it was still Abramovich, he probably would be looking over his shoulder, waiting for him to come through the door with his, uh, with his check. But I'm going to go for a Chelsea win on this one. I just think Tuchel will uh, get them fired up for this and Arsenal are getting a little bit too close and he will not want to lose that third place to Arsenal. Rene can't decide where he's going. He went 3-1 to Wolves originally, and now he's going for 0-0. <laughs> like, like, like you're indecisive there, Rene. <laughs> right. The next game we are looking at is going to be Crystal Palace or Watford. Um, Steve, I mean, Watford, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I did the watch along with um, Dan. And I came in on the second half for this uh, when, when Watford played Burnley at the weekend. I've never seen a manager so disinterested in his team as Roy was watching watching Watford. I mean, whether he needed a stand a stair lift to get him out of his seat or not, because he's so old, I don't know. But he, he actually made he made Brendan Rogers look like Martin O'Neill. That's how he just he when Burnley scored, there was nothing about getting up and G in his you know, he's, he's got his, it looks like he's got his paycheck. He thinks Watford are down, and to be honest with you, he just can't be bothered. And, and to me, to, to me, I mean, you can see the way I'm going to go. I might as well sort of a, a go for it now. This is this is the Palace win all the way for me, Steve. Your thoughts on it? I think the time we can I think he's just there for the money. I don't think that was 
how Watford can play. I don't think he knows what Watford's strengths are. I think he's just come with his own um, oh. game, which he thinks the game should be like, and it's not worked. So mm-hmm. I can't see him getting anything. So it's got to be a palace win for me. Palace win for you as well. I can't see, like you say, I, you know, I can't see it going any other way. Is it a full house on this one, Brad? Yeah, it is what, but it's just a matter of if more than, well, it's, it's a matter of when more than if, isn't it, for them? Well, I think um, if they lose this, I think they're down. Well, they're down anyway, regardless of the result. Yeah. And I just don't see any effort in them. I don't see any fight in them. They're completely capitulated against Burnley. As soon as Burnley got a sniff and started trying and got the goal, you only saw one team winning and they got it. And yeah, Palace for me, mate. And, and it's 2 all in the Liverpool Villarreal. Yeah, I've just seen Diaz has scored. It's a full house for Crystal Palace. Now, um, I'll come to you first with this one, Brad, for obvious reasons. Uh, Brighton hosting Man United, and it is on Sky Sports, this one. So you'll be able to to, to cheer along. Um, Brighton going to do it? I mean, Man United, I mean... No disrespect to them, you know, when when the director of football that can't can't manage a team is now going off and doing it doing the director of football's job part time. I mean it's just getting worse and worse for Man United, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean you're talking about a not uh, you know, a Netflix documentary, you could talk about the, the fall and crumble of Manchester United just on this season alone. It's been from a from a from a perspective of hiring and firing and their results, it's been a it's been an embarrassing season for them. And a lot of Man United fans are, you know, are just counting down the days. They can't wait for this season to end can't be quick enough for them. However, whilst I think that Brighton will win, I am not jinxing them. I am not breaking the tradition. I am doing a Steve. You can put me down for a draw in this game, in the hopes that Brighton do win. Because, I, think, yeah, I, think you, I think it's called doing a Chloe when it comes to Brighton, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's for it, yeah. <laughs> that can be taken out of context. <laughs> well, yes, I didn't mean it like that for once. Uh, Steve, um, can Man United, I mean, they won quite easily over Brentford, which none of us predicted. Can they do it again over Brighton? I mean, Man United are six, Brighton are nine. I thought Brighton had had a great start. They they didn't they 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 they, well, they did and then they dropped down to the bottom of the form table not so long a month or so ago and all credit to, to Potter he has turned it round. I think to be honest, I'd like to see Man United down where where Everton are. I think um, yes, I think we all would. <laughs> I think are not run by a manager. I think they're run by four or five players at the club, and I think mm. that's um, that's had a big thing. And I think that's why um, they won't. Do anything. I don't think they'll do anything good for the next season either because they've got to get the mentality of the players don't rule the club and the same players will be there next year. They'll still have the same attitude. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be hard for the income manager. So, based on that, I want to see Man United lose and I want to see Brighton win. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with you totally there. Um I think Man United have already got a, a song out for Ten Hag when he comes. He's not even uh, he's not even arrived yet, and they've got a song for him. I, I'd, no, I'd love it if he suddenly changed his mind and walked away. <laughs> I would yeah, make yeah. me laugh. Now, I I want I I seriously want 
Brighton to win this. The problem I've got with Brighton is their home win record is 18%. And their away win record is 39%. So for some reason, they can't do it at home. Uh, you know, look at the last five. They've lost three, drawn two. Um, oh, you know, and, and they are up in six, but it's the away form that is carrying them. Manchester United, they're down in 13th on the form table. Apologise to Chloe for me, Brad, but on that and that alone, I am going for a Man United win. Oh God, you don't, you do not know how much that hurts me. <laughs> I've got to go for that based that's on that. Punishment enough. <laughs> Sorry, that's punishment enough for you. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Okay. Oh, now this is going to be a a big one. Um. On live on BT, it is Liverpool taking on Spurs. Liverpool, as we know, are playing tonight. I mean, if they, if they, if they well, it looks like they're going to be into the 72 minutes and it's 2 2, which makes it 4 2 on aggregate, no away goals. I mean, it looks like Liverpool are going to be in the final. They're going to be up for this back at Anfield, aren't they, Steve? Well, I'm going to surprise you tonight. I'm going to be more professional and it will surprise you. And I think Liverpool are only going to win 3 0. <laughs> are you feeling all right, Steve? Only three? Are you, you're, yeah, so, you so know, I thought, I thought there's no way he can go for a Tottenham win, so he might go for the draw. <laughs> what could I say? Oh, you got me there, Steve. You got me. So only a 3 0 for Liverpool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Brad, I mean, if, if we have a look at this, I mean, for me, I, I've got to put I've got to agree with Steve, obviously. I've got to go for Liverpool. Both my heart and my head goes for Liverpool. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. Everybody keeps expecting one of the Man City or Liverpool have to drop points for the title to race to be decided. But the fact of the matter is, both clubs could match each other and, and, and Man City would just win the league that way and it might be a bit anticlimactic but I think that's how it's going to go and I don't see Liverpool dropping points here and giving the title race yeah, no. Spurs, Spurs just no um, so yeah Liverpool for me mate as well oh, it's uh, you know I, I'm surprised myself because earlier in the in the day I, I was actually going to go for a draw for this but I just think um, Liverpool are going to be up for this big style. So, yeah, I am going for the win. Just want to say Liverpool have got three. Yeah, just scored again. No, they, they uh, yeah. I think I think if it had been at Spurs, I would have gone with my draw. Rene, I do apologise, mate. I forgot to read your prediction out for the uh, Brighton game. You've gone three Brighton, three Man United nil. Chloe will love you, and you've gone five nil for Liverpool. I can't see it being that many personally, but yep, you're agreeing with us and going for the Liverpool win. And then next up is on again, this is on Sky uh, Live Arsenal taking on Leeds. Leeds, I thought, has it been allowed that goal? It's not coming up yet. That yeah. Liverpool have got three. Yeah, they've gone to VAR. No, he was in his own half. So it's still 3-2. It says there's some crowd disorder. Who knew? Um, so, Steve, 
Yep, looking at this one, uh, Arsenal hosting Leeds. Leeds, it was a strange, strange choice of manager that they replaced uh, Bielsa with. Um, I, I wasn't convinced, but I thought he'd done enough to maybe just avoid getting dragged in, but dragged in they are. And on the other side of the coin, Arsenal, win one, lose one, shake one all about, literally. Yeah, 2-0 Leeds. <laughs> you haven't changed, you haven't changed. All this talk about you changing, you haven't changed at all. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, I mean, I'd like to see Leeds stay up. I must admit, I'm nothing against Leeds and I found their fans to be, to be nice. Um, Brad, how do you see this one? Just Leeds don't, Leeds are boring. Leeds can get relegated if they care. Leeds can stay off if they care. They're just a side I have no interest in whatsoever. They're just, they're just like an irritating itch, if anything. <laughs> There's this manager they've got. Do you, do you want to know the difference between him and Bielsa? Is he'll actually try and defend. He won't get Leeds fans having a cheeky tug on themselves, thinking, oh, we're playing attacking football, even if it is 6 1 to Man United. Well, you're only he's he's making sure they only lose one nil. Um, normally, I'd see this as maybe this game Arsenal kind of slip, but since they've stopped their strikers from scoring and allowed the midfield to take over that role, it, Arsenal have been a lot more consistent and doing better. And I just I just think Leeds are in big trouble and can still go down at the end of it. Everton might end up surviving because Leeds are worse than not Burnley, and I'm going for an Arsenal win. Sorry, Steve, but I know you hate it for him, but uh, <laughs> I'm Steve, I, it's only, I'm only because only because Brad's gone for this. Am I going for an Arsenal win as well? Because I need to keep ahead of him on the point. So otherwise, I'd have gone for Leeds win, Steve. Honest, honest, promise. Came on both of you. Yeah, see how it is. <laughs> I'm blaming Brad. No, I mean, Arsenal. I, I mean, like I said before, Arsenal. I <laughs> they'd lost it. They'd lost fourth and they've clawed it back. And Arteta, I know the Arsenal fans still hate Arteta and can't take him, but he is in the middle of a project there. You know, they, if he can stick with it and get the young players through, make a couple of additional signings, there's no reason why they can't be sort of, you know, back in the top four next season. I think they'll do it this season. I think Leeds are the big surprise to me. Like I say, when they got rid of BL, so I did question who they'd got in. And I didn't think they were going to go down. But like Brad said, why Everton are playing, there's no reason why uh, Everton can't stay up and Leeds can't go down. And talking of Everton, we've played them once already. And we'd rather forget that, I think. That was another one of those sort of 90-odd minute where is the AFCON referee games. Um, as I say, Everton, I mean, the thing with Everton is, and if I get the word, I mean, they're, they're actually up in, where are we? On the last six games, they're actually in 12th position. Uh, at home, they've been winning 47% of the games. Away, they're winning 6%. The, obviously, the, 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 the elephant in the room with this one, Steve, is it depends, I think, how we get on on Thursday as to sort of what, what the squad's attitude's going to be. I mean, this should be should be easiest win for Leicester? It should be. But like you say, um, depends what happens on Thursday. 
Um, Everton, I can't see where the goals are coming from. Um, they don't seem to make, you know, they, they've got a lot of possession and they do try and hunt you down and that, but they don't seem to be, you know, making that many chances. So if Leicester are on the ball and they, they score early on or score first, mm. I don't I can't see Everton um, getting a result. So I'm going to go for Leicester. You're going to go for Leicester. I'll tell you what, while you're on, and I don't know, what, what, what's your score prediction for that? Score prediction is 2-1. 2-1. Brilliant. Yeah. Save me bothering you again with another text. Ask you what your prediction is. Um, so you're going to go for Leicester. And Brad, I mean, Everton, you know, did you see that 1-0 win against Chelsea coming? Because I didn't. Um I'll be honest with you. Uh, they they have kind of turned it around. That They are in 18th, but, you know, they've got to be looking at it and thinking, oh, Burnley, we thought we were going to go down, and especially when they sat Dyche, but they've turned it around. They're reeling leads in now. Um, but can they – they're just they're just awful away from home, aren't they? Yeah, and I'd gladly take it if they actually kept that way for once and we actually turned up. Yeah. The thing is, people might think, oh – Leicester, Roma, um, it all depends on how they're playing. To a degree, it can affect. You know, if we <clears throat> if we go and get a, ba- a really bad result against Roma and, and go out and win from the start, it might. But you would feel that even if Leicester um, go out, let's say, or go through, it, it, it shouldn't really matter because you'd either think that there'd be a part, party atmosphere uh at the King Power, if Leicester do go through it, there'd be party atmosphere. And we've seen what happens to that King Power place when they play Everton in the party atmosphere. Remember that 2016 time when we played mm. them and, and, uh, and we were having a nice little party atmosphere. Um, yes, indeed. And if, we, and if we do go out, then Brendan will want to end this season on a big as high as possible in, in terms of winning as many games. And to stop our mini rot of games without a win... It's a perfect opportunity for us to, 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 to do it, eat regardless of the result against Roma. If we go through party atmosphere, maybe we, you know, go casually about our business and get a win. If not, they're going to be at the races because, you know, Brendan's already talked about a clear out. Some of these players might think, oh, now if I'm given an opportunity now, I really need to show up. I don't want to be a part of the clear out because mm. we need to sort our league form out. And that's why I'm going for a Leicester win. Well, I'm simply going for a Leicester win because I'm a Leicester fan. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Uh, all joking aside, yeah, when you look at Everton's away, if I wasn't and I look at Everton's away form, you know, to my mind, it, it, it should be given. Of course, it is Leicester, so so who knows? And talking about teams that are in uh, European action this week and also talking about probably one of my least favourite teams, uh, Norwich, they're down, Steve. They've gone. Goodbye, Norwich. Uh, let's hope it's a long time before you come back up again. Um, I, I the same nothing against Norwich. As, as, I've been saying this the last few weeks, saying we Watford, nothing against them. Don't mind the club. Don't nothing against the fans, other than the fact that Norwich fans sort of seem to have disappeared and, and don't answer the messages. But it's just it's just the owners. They're, they're a joke for both the clubs. Um, for me, Norwich, I'm sorry, guys, but goodbye, good riddance. 
Um, but West Ham have got a, a game midweek, and will Norwich now play with a bit more of a freedom? Yeah, I think they will. Uh, I think they did last time they went down um, when they knew they were going down. That's when they started to play and perform. Um, West Ham, I, I don't think they're the same as Villa, the same as you know the other teams. They've had some good runs, and you don't know which West Ham team is going to turn up. No. So the, uh, Norwich want to do now is just take points off the teams that are, that are in for something. And I think that's the only thing that'll get uh, Norwich motivated. If they can stop West Ham getting European football and stuff like that, then I think they'll try and do it. So, mm. tricky one for West Ham. So, but I think Norwich is going to win this one. Okay, you're going to go for Norwich. On form on the last six, um, Brad, Norwich are actually above West Ham United. Um, although, having said that, it's more of an equal because. They've, in the last six, they've both got four points and both minus five on the goals. West Ham never do that well after a European game, though. That's the thing. And like I say, Norwich are they're playing for pride now. Let's be honest, they are playing for pride. But that can sometimes, you know, work work in the favour. Like I just said with Steve, once you're down, the pressure's off. Yeah, it can do, and it must be a, a little bit disappointing for West Ham because their season really looks like it's going to peter out. Yeah, at the end of last season, at the start of this season, Chris, me and you probably spoke of wanting to see clubs like West Ham and Wolves. Maybe not so Brighton, but respect to them, they're, they're, they're up there in that in that conversation mm-hmm. in, in terms of we wanted to see a team do what Leicester do, and that was challenge for that breaking up the top six. Unfortunately, West Ham have taken it literal and, and they read the Leicester script where they're putting all their efforts into a cup competition and then they're letting the league form suffer. They're behind against Frankfurt. You know, Moyes hasn't actually rested them. They've been going quite strong with their struts, mm. squads as well, which has backfired. Um, I don't think he's got that big a squad, though, has he, unfortunately? True. True. I mean, a lot of people have been saying that Leicester actually, I think it was mentioned in our last game, that, you know, Leicester have more talent on the bench than Spurs mm. did, which is very strange to, to hear. But it's probably too, we actually do have quite an envious bench now, more days compared to some teams. But anyway, kind of an agreement with Steve. I think if West Ham put all their eggs into the, the game against Frankfurt, which they're going to do, you'd assume they are, and they still don't get a result then they're probably even more desperate than Leicester are because they've got something to fight for. They're holding on to their Europa League spot. And all of a sudden, like you're saying, Man U getting a win, a, a late run by Wolves or, or, or even Brighton picking up points could potentially catch West Ham now, even if it is four or five points difference. They won't want to lose this game. And we saw it. We've seen it with other teams when they get relegated. They've got no pressure. They go out there and all of a sudden they smash the top one 5-1 at the end of the season like Newcastle did. Oh, sorry, did I mention that out loud? But <laughs> I am going to join Steve on the shop here. I wasn't. I'd circled West Ham on my sheet, but I've stopped that. And I am going to go for Norwich to cause an upset. I think West Ham will be too knackered. They'll be too deflated if they go out and Norwich will sneak a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to find um, the tennis one. Actually, although I'm laughing, I actually do take on board 
what 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 you are saying. Um, but I'm I'm not going to go quite as far across the table as you guys. I'm going to go for the draw. Um, I think West Ham. They're either going to be celebrating or commiserating. It's an away game they've got uh, up in Anglia. There is Anglia there. So, yeah, I, I... But Norwich, like you say, you know, they're just going to be out to sort of have a good game. So, I, I can see it to be in a draw. Uh, Rennie um, is going 1-0 to West Ham. So, he's gone for the West Ham. Completely different to the rest of us, but um, I mean, Rennie, it, no. without West Ham, I'd probably be inclined to change my mind and, and stick with West Ham. But I think because it's away from home as well, they're not going to have that voice behind them to really spur on. Where Norwich, no, I've, just... I've written it down. There's no. I'm going to take you first. No, no, down no, 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 that's what I mean. I'm sticking with it. What I'm saying is, if it was at <laughs> if it was at West Ham, I would I would not be saying Norwich. There's no phone offender. Ask the audience in this game. <laughs> There is for Steve. I want the rules checked. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now then, again, back onto Sky Sports Live. Manchester City hosting Newcastle United, Steve. Um, you know, we're looking at that one there. And earlier on in the season, you just said this was easily going to be Manchester City. Uh, but Newcastle, I mean, they, they only, you know, Liverpool only beat them 1 0. They smashed Norwich 3-0, Palace 1-0. We know what they did to Leicester, of course, and they beat Wolves. They are on a good win. I'll, I'll go first here because I think this is where Man City actually dropped some points. Um, I couldn't, you know, they, Manchester City have got to drop points for Liverpool to be to be in it. And I think this is where Newcastle will drop points. And I am going to go for a um, a, a draw, to be honest with you, on this one. Um, Man City, though, Steve, they've got a they've got a game. I'm guessing it's tomorrow against Real Madrid, and they're only one goal ahead. They, they let that one out. Do you agree that could this be where Man City drops some points? I don't think so. I think Man City and Man City they're going to carry on uh, playing as they usually do. I think the pitch is going to be a big factor. I think the pitch is a big pitch. I think it's going to be too big uh, for Newcastle to cause many problems because um, the way they play going forward, I don't think they can get together and get two or three passes on. So I think Man City, the way Man City are, and I think Newcastle playing to their hands, I think it'll be a convincing Three, three or four job for Man City. Oh wow! Well, maybe I should be. I should do the laughing jingle to me then on this one. Um, Brad, is this not? I mean, Newcastle. Yeah, okay. They, they've they, they lost to Liverpool, but it, it, you know, on the goal side, it was only one nil. Can can they upset the apple cart here? No, 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 they can't. No, they can't because I said it once. I'll say it again. Everybody's expecting Liverpool or Man City to drop points, and they're just not going to do it. Uh, Man City proved against Leeds, who were very stubborn for for a fair while against Man yeah. City. It was a tight game. It took took Man City a while to get the noses in front. But the thing is, once these sides do it, they they, they tear them to shreds more times than not. Maybe not a four or five nil like people might be expecting, but it's it's still very possible. Maybe it'll only be like a one-two-nil, two-one sort of win, but I just can't look past the Man City, Man City win. 
really. So yeah, I'm, I'm with Steve on that one. I, I, I think you cannot be serious, Chris. You cannot be serious. I'll do it for you. I'll act it out for you with your Man City draw. There you go. You've had your moment in the spotlight, but yeah, Man City winning, mate. <laughs> Uh, in fairness to you guys, I'll, I'll give I will give myself the. <laughs> it's only fair. It's only fair. Um, I, I yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, Man City four leads nil. Man City five. Watford one. Sorry, Brad. Man City three. Brighton nil. Uh, obviously the 2-2 two, two. Um, Of course you were there for that Man City-Brighton game Yeah, yeah I was And, and to, be, to be fair I can see Newcastle doing To them what Brighton did For about 50-55 minutes that game That's containing them Because Man City, you know Brighton were the makers of their own downfall For the first goal which, which, is, which is again where Man City Then went on to carve them open And win the game comfortably but if Newcastle mm. do that, you could see a few sweaty faces at the empty arena. Um, and I will call it that because this is something I didn't mention. When they scored the second goal, I thought I was watching golf because it wasn't a massive cheer that I expected at this empty had arena, as it gets the nickname. It was like this. Yeah. I, I kid you not. That was the atmosphere. When they scored the second goal, it wasn't like they were going mad and like, thank God we've got a second goal. It was, yeah, well done. Yeah. Make, maybe they're just made. gentlemen. Maybe they're just oh. gentlemen. Maybe they're just something, but we, we can't say that. YouTube <laughs> well, that's all the weekend games. Um, we're now moving sort of into the midweek slot, and we'll do that straight after. And, of course, it's going to be quite exciting because it is the pupil hosting the master. Uh, Aston Villa 13th playing Liverpool, who are second. Um, Liverpool, well, like Man City, they just go on and on and on. Villa beat Norwich. They drew with us in, in the most boring game I've seen this side of um, Jesus being born. Um, and they lost to Arsenal and they lost to Wolves. This is just going to be Klopp slapping down Gerard, isn't it, Steve? Well, watching the game tonight, you know, the, the first half I thought Liverpool were absolutely awful. I think they played like a third division team, but there again, Liverpool just proved how good they are and turned everything around from the half time when they, they, they kicked off. And I think it will be the same. Till the end of the season, I think uh, clubs will try and make it hard for Liverpool, and uh, they might be in the game for a few, you know, few minutes or a, a long first half. But Liverpool will grind them down and grind them down, and you know, I can't see Liverpool slipping up to be honest. So yeah. you're for Liverpool, you're for Liverpool. Um, Scott, he's going a little bit further than me. I went for the draw. He went for the Newcastle win. Um, where when he went um, City to win it 3-1. Luca, good evening, sir. How is your holiday? Just down the road from me in sunny Weymouth there. Hope you're having a good time with um, your other half. Um, the weather's not been too bad. Uh, it hasn't here. So hopefully, like I say, you're not far down the road. Hopefully it's going going well for you. Um, we, you. You missed the fact that we've, Brad and me went for Arsenal to beat Leeds. 
I'll let you guess what Steve went for. Um, Brad, I mean, I'm going to go Liverpool. Are you? Yeah, mate. You know, you know, Chelsea can't afford anything, so they gave Frank Lampard his compensation by helping them out. And I think Stephen Gerrard's going to help Liverpool out here. I can see them playing like the bloody under 18s. There's nothing suspicious about Stephen Gerrard in this game at all. Adjust a little bit. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, can we just say allegedly? Yeah, I, I, allegedly, I, allegedly. I haven't got expensive lawyers. lawyers. <laughs> yeah, as my lawyers are telling me, i.e., Chris is telling me allegedly that is how it goes. But no, I just, I, again, I've said it about the, the, the game earlier. I said it about the game we just spoke about, and I'm saying it about this one. They're not mm. dropping points. It's just. It's just going to go to the last game, and, and and Liverpool are winning this comfortably. In fact, I've wrote I've written down that they'll win six 0 Liverpool. I think they'll wow. tear them Wow, that would be a slap in the face for uh, for Gerard. Luke, uh, sorry, um, Anthony says Weymouth is nice. Yes, it is, Anthony. Um, not as nice as Paul though, but I think the people that live in Paul are a lot nicer. Let's let's just leave it at that, shall we? So all three of us going for the Liverpool win. Now I must admit, when I saw this um, this tie, Steve, I thought I immediately thought of the old seventies, eighties games between Leeds and Chelsea when you were lucky if you got off the pitch without a broken leg. And I'm thinking like they were the good old days, weren't they? When uh, when men played the game, <laughs> but um, We've spoken about Leeds already. We've spoken about Chelsea. Um, which, which way? Which way do you see this going? Well, I keep watching that seventies game, and it was absolutely carnage. It was it, it, it yeah. was brilliant, and I've always associated Leeds with that. But you can't anymore in the modern game, and I think yeah. that would have been a big factor if Leeds were to do that, because I don't think Chelsea got the bottle for a fight like that. But the modern game, you know, I just, it's one of those games where it all depends on Chelsea again. If Chelsea come in the mind where they want to win something, they'll do it. But mm. I, I, can't, I can't see this one. I think it's going to be a draw. This one. You have a draw? Whoa. Yeah. Right. Brad, how do you see this one going? I don't know if it's just because I've only just put down my first away team victory that's influenced my decision here. No, no, but... you went for Liverpool, so that's your second. Yeah, that's, what, be... I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. That, that was oh, my I first see, sorry. Because right. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm noting it down myself as, as well. So, I don't know. I just, maybe it's just my disdain for Leeds. I just, well, there's just something about, I just, you know, you know when sometimes you look at maybe a person and you don't know nothing about them, but you think you've got a punchable face. I think Leeds are a punchable Harry team. Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry <laughs> Kane, punchable face, perfect, perfectly so face. Nothing about him as a person, but he's got a punchable face. And I think Leeds yes. are one of the teams I'm always just going to detest and just not care about. And I don't think this manager's got any clue what he's doing. He's he's a typical yank. And for that reason, and that reason alone, I, I hope Chelsea, even if it's scraped in the 96th minute in the worst game we've ever seen, I hope Chelsea beat them. I am again. I am going to have to to agree with you, Brad. Uh, we're 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 surprisingly in tune tonight. Um, all three of us. Scott's gone for a Leeds win. He's he's been a bit out. Of, have you been drinking, Scott? Today, 
<laughs> you have. I told you to not, not drink that mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were talking about Norwich playing um, with no pressure. Now they're down. Um, will that come back and bite us on the bum, Steve? Because the next game up is Leicester hosting Norwich. Um one of the games that was called off earlier in the season. H how do you see this going? I see this going as, as I think Leicester struggle against the teams like Norwich. Mm. I think it's it's a big level. I think uh, for Norwich, I don't know what it is. But always that way. Um, so it's going to be hard. But I think Leicester will come out 1-0 winners. 1-0. And I've got your prediction in there as well. Thank you, Steve. And uh, I'm a bit worried because you, you, you're not using any reverse psychology at the moment. <laughs> it's worrying me just a tad. Um, I know, because I'm, try I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fathom out how Brendan thinks and how, you know... Well, good luck with that, mate. Good luck with yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> If you, if you can figure that out, Steve, I also want your lottery numbers. <laughs> I, 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 watch, I watch a lot of the, the Leicester forums and that, you know, and I, I see a lot on Facebook. You know, the fans are so frustrated and, you know, it causes a lot of arguments, but I think that's the way he is at the moment and I, I think that's the way he's coming across, um, the way he's picking the team, the way he's getting the team to play. So... It's, it's very hard. I'm, I'm just still, I can't fathom him out, to be honest. No. Um, Brad? See, this, this, this for me sounds like the game that Leicester will kind of just cruise to. I think Norwich will have that first. They'll play really well against mm. West Ham to kind of show the home crowd that they're, you know, they're going to have some fight and they're going to, you know, going to, going to, you know, restring that yo-yo of theirs to try and come back up next season. Hopefully not. With the greatest respect, I'm like you, Chris. I want a different team, a team yeah. that's actually going to do things right and try and stay up. And I, and again, this is Fulham's last chance for me to do that. Otherwise, I'll put them in the same bracket as Norwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. This isn't like an end of the season running. You know, we we sort of talked at the start, didn't we, Chris? At the start of the season, saying that maybe Leicester have a decent running instead of falling apart. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm so optimistic. That I, I've run out of pessimism for this season. That I think Leicester will probably bruise this three 0 Playing them at home is different than when we play away. Because Steve's right, we do struggle against these sort of teams, but more at their ground than at our own. So I'm going for a Leicester win. Yeah, I mean, our home win percentage is fifty percent. Our away win percentage is eighteen percent this season, and. It was lower than I thought it was going to be, actually. But it kind of sums the season that we've had up. We, 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 we're not very good. It took us a long time to get that first away win, if I remember. Um, Norwich, I've, I've got to say, I've got to go for, for Leicester again. There's just no... Um, I, I, whether we're through, you know, if we're through to the final uh, uh, of the Champions um Conference, Europa Conference, then we're just going to be on such a high for the rest of the season. Yeah. Because the, the final's not till after the, you know, the final's on the 25th of May. That's after the um, uh, last game of the season on the 22nd. And 
if but we William... lose and we're not in the thing, then yeah, let's make the best of it and, and get through. So I am going to go for a Leicester win as well there. Um, and coming up now, uh, a real relegation battle here. Steve, Watford taking on Everton. No disrespect to Everton, uh, the players, the manager and the fans, but I want to see Everton go down. I want to see a big club be a casualty of uh, the modern game. Yeah. And um, I think it'll be good for football if if it does happen. So really, on just purely on that basis, I want um, Watford to get the points. Wow. Okay. Um <sighs> Brad, I mean, this, this, it may all be over by then, of course, and it certainly could be for Watford. Uh, I mean, you know, Watford have, have been playing. Who did they have uh, at the weekend? Um, oh, on this weekend, you mean? Yeah. The one with uh, Crystal Palace. They were away to Crystal Palace. So, you know, if, if that goes to form, oh. then this comes along. Watford are down. Yeah, I mean, and going off that, going off what, what I've predicted and what we've probably all, well, I think we've all predicted to to a degree with the Burnley games and, and the Palace game in, in, in retrospect, and going off how that normally affects teams, it would be very ironic, wouldn't it, if the last thing that Roy Hodgson, and I hope to God this is the last thing he technically does as a manager in, in any league, let alone just in the Premiership, is his relegated Watford side. Um, beat Everton and, and, and drag them down with them. Because uh, I'm, I'm with Steve. I think they kind of kind of go down and go, right, well, if, if we're down, then we might also try and upset others. And I, I think Watford beat Everton. Ooh. I really think they do. Wow. I think, I think if Watford have nothing to play for and, and Everton go into that game even further behind Burnley, I just don't think... I think Everton get too desperate and, and, and maybe what that helps Watford nick it. Wow. Well, I wasn't expecting that off you, Pear. Um, I, I, I agree totally with the sentiment that I like to see the big teams go down. You know, I'd love an Everton to go down and, say, a Luton to come up. Um, I'd sooner sort of, you know, Forrest come up than, you know, some of the other teams. But I don't... It's a, it's a way, isn't it? It is a way. The thing is... I just, I don't think, I don't think that Roy Hodgson has got the energy or the enthusiasm to whip cream at the moment. I mean, I don't think he, he, he to be honest with you, he, he, he couldn't inspire somebody on, on drugs. He, is, he was that. I, I, I actually looked at that and I thought he'd gone to sleep. And it was only the fact that he bit his nails that I realised he was awake. I mean, I'm... It's, if you can see, if you score a goal, you get up and you celebrate. If you concede a goal, you're getting up to G your players on. Nothing out of him. Nothing. You know, I think Stephen Hawkins could have created more excitement on the side of the pitch than Hodgson that yeah. time. He's, you, know, you know what, Chris? He looked exactly like Sam Allardyce did at West Brom last season, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Allardyce yeah. was the same, weren't he? He was a bit like. Chewing his gum, arms crossed, not bothered, whatever happened. I feel for Roy Hodgson in a way. Well, he was, he was, he was happy enough to go there and get the money. You know, um, you know, if he's, you know, people say why... the voucher and the old photo, 
<laughs> yeah. People say that they say like you know why these jobs are unmanageable. Some clubs are unmanageable. You know Chelsea, you lose a couple, you're sacked. Watford, you're sacked even if you're you know sat twelfth in the in the Premier League. But the thing is, they all get the compensation of being you know of being sacked. Now Roy's only on the contract till the end of the year, but it just shows. And in Watford, stuck five past Everton, you know, in, in the game earlier in the season, but. I'm gonna. I'm actually not gonna go quite as far as you guys again. I'm gonna go for the draw purely because it's away from home and Everton are totally abysmal at home. Um, so I got two games to go. Um, Wolves hosting Manchester City on the Wednesday. I think this is. Um, let's just have a look. Well, yeah, on the Wednesday, it's on Sky Sports. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm going for Man City on this one. I've got to be honest with you, Steve. I think uh, I think Wolves they're I say they've, they've kind of lost the spark that they had at the start of the season, and because I I, I sort of said a, a draw before for Man City, they'll need to go and get three points on this one to to, to sort of catch Liverpool back up. To be honest, I think completely opposite. I think. If Man City are going to drop any points, this is going to be the game they're going to drop the points on. Um, no West play- Midland bias there, Steve, is there? No, no. <laughs> I think Wolves, I think Wolves will cause an upset on this one. Right. Uh, I think because one, the run, they've, the bad run they've had, and uh, mm. they want to do Man City over. But I don't think the Molyneux suits the way Man City play, trying to score the the perfect goal all the time. So I can see being really tight. I don't see Wolves uh, coming out winners. Oh, wow. So right. I think this is where Man City dropped the points. Right. So <laughs> One well, more we, both, we both say they're going to drop some points, but at different games. Brad, you didn't see them dropping any points at all. So I guess you're going for a Man City win. Yeah, I will reiterate the point again. Even Liverpool or Man City are dropping points. So Man City are going to win this game. Wolves are already I'm, on. I'm going to write that down, Brad. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Neither, what did you say? Neither Man City or Liverpool will drop any points. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, make a note of the time. <laughs> so you're obviously going for the Man City win, uh, yeah, even without me bringing any of the things well. up. Yeah, I think I think Wolves are on holiday as well. To be honest, they've been on holiday for a while. It seems strange. They, they have. Um, now, Steve, I'm sorry I've got to do this to you, but it is only twice oh. a season. Oh, no, <laughs> it really, it. really is. So um, you can't get out of it. You not even not even if you've got a note from your wife, you've still got to do this, and that is on Sky Sports. On Thursday, it's the North London Derby Part 2. Spurs against Arsenal. Uh, obviously, earlier in the season, um, it absolutely went... Um, let me just bring this up here. It went... Oh, I'm too far behind myself. It went Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal had the, probably the best 45 minutes I've seen them play in a long time. What are you going to do about this one, Steve? Um, torrential rain, hurricanes, and what else? <laughs> Whatever else we can throw at the game, and I'm sorry, but I can't comment on this game. You're throwing away a point altogether. 
He did this last one. Gladly throw a point to I. I just cannot talk. Where are we going for the draw? Nothing. Nothing Nothing. at all. Okay. Okay. I I respect your opinion, sir. Steve, I love that. That's commitment to the end, my friend. I love that. I love it. Give him a point just for it. Just let him have the point for the game. Don't (laughs) worry about the point. I'll give you the point, Steve. Don't worry. Brad, now this this is a this is a close one to call because at the moment it's fourth versus fifth. Yeah, it is, and I don't know which I don't know which team Arsenal fans will be cheering for because they want to win because it's against Spurs. But if they win, they'll go fourth, and then they'll want then that means Arteta supports the state, doesn't it? So they like that. So I don't know. Maybe yes. they'll all be cheering for Spurs. I don't know, but uh gee. It depends which one of these clubs turn up, doesn't it? Because they've both yeah. been shocking at points and then they've both been really good at points. So, on that basis, unlike Steve, I'm not going to go and throw away a free opportunity to, to gain a point. What I'm going to go for these two guys to share the point and I'm going to go and sit on that fence and, and go for a draw. You're going to get the splinters in the old arse and go for the draw. That, that um, and I'm just going to say a very good um, and do you to Rob from Forged from Iron um, he does a lot of non uh, he's a Craig Dawson fanboy, he, he absolutely loves Craig Dawson he's, he's the new Bobby Moore after all isn't he Rob, but uh, now get over check, it's a great channel, we do a lot we do a lot with him and um, good luck to you on Thursday as well mate um, I don't know which one of us has got the harder job there because I mean we, we've got Roma, but you're you're two one down. <sighs> Let's say I, I'd love us both to get through to the final, you know, and 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 nail it and have three English names on the three European cups. That would be good. Um, I'm going for Spurs simply because it's at Spurs, um, and I'll, I hate them slightly less than Arsenal, <laughs> so I'm going to go for Spurs. <laughs> For no other reason than that. Uh, I didn't realise, guys, thanks very much for that. I didn't realise that um, this UEFA Champions, UEFA Conference thing is only actually going to be there for three or four years. Is it? Just a a moneymaker. Yeah, isn't it because they're going to revamp the Champions League slowly? Well, have you seen that? Premier League to come out and raise concerns about it, so we'll see what happens in three years. But it just seems a bit of a naff thing. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be one of them that's here to stay. I did. It was only when I read that the other day when they, they, looked, they were talking about launching it and going through the different names and what have you. But um, yeah, but there we go. I want to say for a couple of congratulations. Congratulations to uh, Liverpool. Um, they won tonight um, 3-2. Villarreal got a man sent off. What a shame. Boo-hoo-hoo. Uh, <laughs> but well done, Liverpool. You're into the final. Um, well, let's see if Manchester City can do their, their job tomorrow. Uh, and congratulations to Bournemouth. Not biased at all, but welcome back to the Premier League, Bournemouth. It's great to have you back. And uh, it's a game I can go to. 
yes. So <laughs> there we go. That's uh, that's uh, well done to Bournemouth and doubly well done because you, you beat Nottingham Forest in doing it. And like I say, West Ham, I wish them all the luck on, on Thursday as well. It would be nice to see another English team in the final. And talking about we're coming up to the end of the season, we've only got a few weeks left to go. And just to say, if anybody is interested in not doing anything on the Sunday, the 15th, the last Sunday, no, no, I tell a lie, Sunday, the 22nd, all the Premier League games kick off at four o'clock. And I'm going to be doing a Soccer Sunday style show where I'm going to have um, Doug, who's a Liverpool fan, who will be looking at watching uh, Liverpool and Man City. Mike, hopefully, will be looking as a Man United fan at the top six and seeing who's making it into the top six. And Dan, being the Burnley fan, is going to be watching the bottom of the table. Where else would Burnley be? So hopefully that will be a bit of fun and something a little bit different. And join us at three o'clock on the Sunday for that with the kickoffs at four. Steve, thank you very much, sir. I thought you had changed today, but you haven't. You stuck to your guns. You were just toying with us that you were going to that you were going to change six games. Six games. We have actually all agreed on. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah. And Chris, Brad, Chris. you and me. One, two, one, two, three. Oh, hang on. Chris and Brad, please. Oh no, I thought we'd done quite a bit ourselves. We we haven't actually. We've disagreed on more than we've agreed on. <laughs> well, that, that that opens it all up. But Chris, can. Can I make a cameo appearance on that Sunday? I don't really, I won't be watching any games. What I want you to do is if anyone gets sent off in a game, you, you're gonna you're gonna say we're gonna go live to Brad. There's been a red card, but for whom, Brad? Well, I can do my best, Chris Kamara. But I don't know. Hello, Chris. Yes, sir. I thought we were making a sub. <laughs> hey, Sky Sports are looking for a new Chris Kamara now. <laughs> well, I can do it. Because half the time I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Steve, mate, I'll, I'll I'll let you go. Thank you so much. A bit of a long one tonight because of the 16 games. Um, well done, and thank you for popping on. Uh, I'd say good luck with your things, but I, <laughs> I think you need a miracle. <laughs> but uh, no, thanks for joining us, as always, and giving up your time. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much, Steve. See you, later. See you Brad. Yeah. See you, Steve. Cheers, right. Steve. Take care. Stay safe. Brad, I'm going to be seeing you. Well, I'm not going to be seeing you. I'm going to be talking to you tomorrow night um, yeah. on your podcast. Twell, twell us. Twell us. Tell us all about it. It's not going live till Thursday. People got a bit, you're going to be recording it tomorrow. Uh, yes, I am. I will twell you all about it. Uh, it's bloody <laughs> it, gins amazing, you know. I know, right? It's episode three. It's called a um, the podcast channel itself is called A Master of Opinion. It is available on Spotify and it is available on YouTube. If you use my uh, Twitter handle there at Full Time Focus, you'll find it in the link in the description there. And I'm sure Chris has been amazingly advertising it for me. I, I can't thank you enough, mate, for that. Um, You're welcome, mate. If it, it, yeah, uh, basically what we do is I, I have three guests on each week. Chris is coming on for a second show. He was on the last one, which was where we discussed which fan base has the most deluded fans. Um, this this week's episode, which we're pre-recording, because it's easy for me to edit and sort it out, um, is um, 
we, we talk, we're discussing the idea, well, not the idea, the topic is women, football, uh, managing the men's game. You know, when, when should that be a, a topic of conversation? Should it already be something that's looked at by football clubs? And yeah, basically, if you want to get involved, um, give your comments, leave your opinions down below, see if you agree or disagree with any of the panel. And just if it's something you enjoy, please just give it a subscribe. I've got 79 subscribers. I'd love to get to 80 before the episode comes out on Thursday. If you again, if you follow me on the Twitter handle at Full Time Focus, you'll get all the updates when I do a preview, uh, and you can check out previous episodes uh, via the link in there. And yeah, and if it's something you like and you think, oh, I'd like to be involved in that, just drop me a message on Twitter and say, hey, Brad, let me know some shows you've got going on, and if you want to be involved, I'll have to have you on. But yeah, cheers, Black Chris. And like I said uh, the other day. Um, if you're on YouTube, it is a matter of opinion. Um, the links are in the description below on the YouTube on this um, video's uh, descriptions, both Brad's uh, YouTube and Brad's um, Twitter as well. So you can, you can uh, come back and do give it a follow. Uh, it was great fun last week. Um, women managing football, if they've got time between Washington and Hoover, and I think it's a good idea. I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. Joking. I'm quitting now. Quitting while yeah. I'm ahead. Uh, <laughs> but, Brad, uh, thanks very much, mate. I'll speak to you tomorrow night, obviously. And I will see you on Thursday when hopefully we're going to be celebrating being in a European final. Yeah, hopefully. I look forward to it. Hopefully it's not a late night. Hopefully we can just go and thrash them 3-0 so we're not waiting until midnight and, and pumpkins and glass slippers to appear. If, <laughs> if, it, does go, if it does go to penalties and um, extra time, etc., we may look at putting it back to the Friday just because it'll be about midnight when we... When we start broadcasting, so but we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it won't. Hopefully, it won't. Brad, yeah. cheers! Thanks very much, mate. All the best, and I'll no speak to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Cheers. Really, do please check in on those podcasts for Brad. They are really good. You won't see us, and that's an advantage. That's a big plus in its favour. It is it is um, vocal only, but great. Great, uh, great shows. Women in football, should they manage the men's teams? Why not? Totally, why not? He says, trying to dig himself out of a hole. Seriously, tune in on Thursday when it goes live and see what my real thoughts on the matter are. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Okay, I'm for it. Just to cover myself. And so what we've got coming up, we have got... So much. We've got the watch along for the second leg of the semi final on Thursday. Um, and at eight o'clock kickoff, and hopefully a post match if we've got time after that. And then on Friday, as well as having my car serviced, I've got the Everton preview at seven o'clock. Uh, when we'll be joined by Elton Wellsby, I'd say the a good friend of the channel and XTV um sports host. And then on the Sunday, we've got the watch-along at 12.30 for Everton. We were due to have the Aston Villa quiz this Wednesday. That's going to be put back to next Thursday because the gentleman is busy. Um, and please, if you're going to do anything, 
would you mind for me just doing this, please? Yeah, hit that subscribe button. It does make all the difference to the channel. It really, really does. And smash the likes. And if you're able to share it, please share it as well. Thanks very much, guys. It's been a long one. 16 matches to go through. At least I remember to write them down this time. <sighs> Take care. I will, see you, uh, I will see you on Thursday. Good luck to the Foxes. Good luck to West Ham. Good luck to Man City. Well done to Liverpool. Let's get them three names on the trophy this season. I've got to say, fingers crossed and come on you foxes. And thank you. Thank you for your support. See you on Thursday. Good night now. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.